Welcome to Cricket Only Better, episode 207, I'm Ed Hawkins. This is The 100 Betting Hub, with a bit of Florida sun, hopefully, thrown into the bargain. And by Jove, we need it. The English summer is, well, it's not a summer. Uh, it's messing up this 100 competition in terms of betting. Talking about it with Paul in a second. Has it matched Sam Collins' mood, though, for this franchise competition, Sam? It's a big question, Hawkins. I wouldn't know about the English summer. I'm coming to you live from an Italian 32 degrees, I think it was today. So very nice. Um, But, you know, look, I mean, some might say a cynic like myself, the only way I could ever find the 100 acceptable is to um, help these good people uh, find some betting value. Um, So in that regard, you know, I'm I'm a happy man. Um, It is a big question. Is, Is the man... Below me on the screen, uh, Paul Krishnamurti, are you a happy man tonight? Paul Krishnamurti of betting.betfair. Yeah, I'm always a happy man, Sam, but I was a lot happier when the Ashes were on. I'll be a lot more happy when the World Cup starts. Okay. okay, well, look, Paul, it's good to have you with us tonight. Um, Richard Mann to return next week, still changing, um, changing newborn nappies. Uh, in the meantime, Hawkins, what's on the show? Yeah, three games in the 100 to cover. With a double header on Wednesday, Superchargers versus the Rockets and Originals at Invincibles. The incendiary Thursday clash between the Fire and the Phoenix. So for all of those games, we've got team news, pitch reports, trades, strategies, players to follow, all the usual good stuff. Lovely stuff. Um, We also take a look. Ahead to the West Indies versus India, fourth T20 from Lauder Hill in Florida. Where else would that be played? Um, don't miss Paul Krishnamurti's best bets and the five-point challenge. Um, we start, as is traditional, with an outright for the 100. And I refuse to read out any of these nicknames for this uh, segment. But um, prices are, of course, subject to change um, from the Betfair Exchange. The favourites are... Trent, 4.5, uh, Manchester at 6.4, Oval, 6.8, and Northern at 6.8. Uh, Welsh and Birmingham are both at 7.4, Southern at 11.5, and London um, trailing in at 13s. Now, Hawkins, I gather um, you have some important news for us. Yeah, well, just what you need after a, a wet start, you're getting loads of washouts and teams picking up a point each. Uh, now, for added confusion, let's just throw in some players leaving to make a mess of your outright vouchers for you. So Australia players could well be leaving probably 21st, 22nd of August. So they're going to be missing uh, playoffs almost certainly. So Matt Short for Superchargers, gone. Tim David, Southern Brave. Nathan Ellis, London Spirit. And Oval Invincibles hit particularly hard, losing Adam Zampa and Spencer Johnson. It's Australia's tour of South Africa for T20. Of course not. Why wouldn't they be playing that when they've got a uh, 50 over World Cup? Uh, in October. Uh, so it's not great news for Oval Invincibles. Suggested a trade on them, didn't we, in last week's show? And they're, well, they're trading shorter than we recommended. So keep an eye. Uh, they're two big players missing to, for the playoffs for them. However, even bigger news, even worse news, if you're holding a Welsh Fire voucher in your hand, um, Freddie and Ralph, they're going to be out for those playoffs as well. Pakistan playing ODI series against Afghanistan. They will miss their last three league games as well. So last three league games and the playoffs, they're out. Uh, Lockie Ferguson and Matt Henry to replace. Uh, I may well suggest that could be 
the fire done and dusted i'll have some more thoughts on them um but they're kind of a hot ticket at the moment but not for much longer perhaps okay paul krishnamurti if you can tear your eyes away from hawkins's decidedly not safe for work backdrop um <laughs> Maybe you could sum up a uh, wet first week of the 100 for us. Um, what have you made of it? Uh, presumably a bit too early to draw conclusions. Yeah, it's definitely too early to draw firm conclusions. I mean, I think it shows the problem of the tournament. I, I mean, rain is so likely here. We get so many periods, even in the summer, that are like this, that it's not much of a form guide. It's very hard to have a confident bet when you know there are a lot of matches that are just going to be considerably shortened or called off completely. Um, the way I would look at the betting right now, look at those odds, um, last week being, I mean, they both agreed, three teams, uh, Trent Rockets, Birmingham Phoenix, Manchester Originals. Well, Birmingham lost tonight to Manchester. I think they're in big, big trouble. Um, I think Trent Rockets are still a rock-solid banker to be in the top three. I think they'll try a lot shorter than 4.6. Uh, I think Ed's trade on Oval Invincibles is a good trade at 8.2. Obviously, that's very bad news about players they're going to miss in the playoffs, but I still don't think that's a bad position. I mean, I would tend to think that if you've lost a game already in this, because there's been so many ties, that's a real disadvantage. And um, I'd be very down on the three outsiders there, Fire, Southern Brave and London Spirit. Um, so not really that much change. Northern Superchargers had a great result the other day, so they're in it. And, and again, we said like that they do have the potential that lineup, um, but I think I'd, I'd still be pretty strong on Trent Rockets, and I think that's a good price at four point six. If I had to have a bet, that would be the one. Okay, um, Hawkins, any spots from you before we get the game? That's oh, art. That that is art, actually. By the way, so it's, there's nothing obscene about it. Um, now. Uh, Yes, where was it? Look, I'm very down on London Spirit and Southern Brave. I haven't changed my mind from last week. I haven't seen anything uh, when they have been able to get onto the park, um, those two, um, to suggest that they're not the poorest sides in it. I think really Southern Brave are, are really going to struggle and, and Spirit and uh, are also down there. And it's between those two who are finishing last. I, I mean, I think Paul's absolutely right in this sort of chaos and confusion with rain and players coming and going. Trent Rockets are absolutely rock solid and everything, really, because they're not going to be losing players. They just look, just look like they know what they're doing. They're the champions, of course. So you know, we said it last week at those prices; they're not going to be the price they are currently when they're when they're finishing in the in the top three. So, um, absolutely think uh, Rockets are, are a fine bet at the moment. Okay. Okay. I know art when I see it, Hawkins. I, I also appreciate how you um, just your hair is merging gently into the uh, <laughs> brush strokes. That top right. Um, right. First game coming up. Um, first of a double header on Wednesday. Um, the Superchargers are at the Rockets. Trent Bridge, three p.m. live on Sky Sports. Rockets, one point eight seven on the Betfair Exchange. Superchargers. Expected to settle at 2.1. Um, go on, Hawkins. Give us a low down. Yeah, Rockets for you. Hales, Milan, Cola, Cadmore, Munro, Hayne, Gregory, Imad, Sams. Batting just keeps coming. Carter, Wood and Cook. They could pick Joe Root. We certainly hope they don't. I don't. I think if Joe Root is in this uh, team, that means it uh, uh, makes you more likely to back that 
the Trent Rockets. You don't really want him in this lineup. Superchargers who have been supercharged with the bat. Banton, Short, Brook, Vitsa, Pose, Zabe, Cast, Panel, Rashid, Topley, and Callum Parkinson. Five teams, one batting second in this Trent Bridge venue. That's from eight games. One, four, five busted in the first innings in those eight games, just three times. Head to head, Rockets have won two out of two early days, just to let you know. Oh, Krishna Mercy. Funny coming to you as you're our only panellist. Um, Superchargers monstered 201 against the Brave. Um, they come up against the champions here. Is this perhaps a watershed game for their own challenge? It's definitely a, a watershed game in terms of measuring how good they are because they, I do think they have got a side that's potentially excellent. Um, and if they can beat the best side in it, the, 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 the pedigree side in it, then absolutely. Um, just to say that 201, how good that was. Uh, you might remember what I said last week about the runs. In two years and 100, there's only been two scores of over 190 by anybody. And both of those came at Headingley, which we know is an absolute road sometimes. And they got it at the Rose Bowl, which I believe was the lowest scoring ground out of the eighth or the second lowest. So that really was an excellent score. And they do have, again, you said this last week, they have got a lineup that bats pretty deep and aggressively and Given the right circumstances, they're capable of very big scores. But Trent Rockets is another challenge altogether. This is the best side in the tournament. Okay. Okay. Um, any sort of uh, view from you, Hawkins? Nothing particularly contrary. Um, I, I, I suspect 1.87 about Rockets is is could well look a very, very good price indeed as the tournament goes on. I don't think you're going to be getting... Um, uh, as big as that for a while. Um, it Mark, could have been influenced by that 201, I think, that Superchargers put down. And just looking at that lineup, well, Trent Rockets just keep coming at you, don't they? Uh, as Southern Brave found out to their cost in the, in the, in the first game. And I think the key for uh, Superchargers is those, getting those runs, one of those guys in your top three in, really. Yeah. Sl- slightly suspect middle order hose, Zybe. I mean, Vitsa is more of a finisher, really, and might be, Batting a little bit too high. He's probably been promoted, actually, to finish things um, in that game against uh, when they got 201. Uh, but the key man for me is Safzai. Strikes 137. Bats around about four for North Hans. I'm not saying he's not going to do it, but it's kind of the watershed moment for him. Could well come in and really stand as authority on the game uh, and the format. Um, but as I said, I think Rockets are probably very at that 1.87 because... They're just such a classy unit. Okay. Um, any sixes bets for Krishnamurti? Innings runs, how to play, any thoughts? Well, I think that Trent Bridge is um, somewhat like Headingley in that given overcast conditions, the ball moves around all over the place and therefore there are big extremes either side. I mean, looking historically in this tournament, we've had nine matches here in this tournament. 33% of them produce 160-plus first-innings runs. So given good batting conditions, given clear overheads, that would be about, I think, 155 or 160-plus. I think you'd get good odds. You'd get maybe better than 64 on the 155. That would be a good overs bet. But at the same time, um, only 44% of the matches were produced a 140 first-innings score. And I suspect that is due to the overcast conditions, which would make batting very hard. Note, too, that um, the sixes line in most of these games is about 10.5, maybe 11.5. And, 
uh, 55% of the matches here produce less, 10 or less sixes. So given the general weather forecast in Britain at the moment, it seems like every time I've looked at weather forecast or been in a place in the last month, it's been overcast and showers. The, if it's like that on Wednesday, then this is probably an under situation. Okay. Um, Hawkins, have you spotted something on the top back markets? I can. Yeah, yeah. Betfair Sportsbook uh, obviously doing top run, team run scorers in this game. Um, and just some names to pick out. I think Daniel Sam's at 50 to 1 with Betfair Sportsbook. I know Paul will agree with me on this. That's way too big. Could well be promoted uh, uh, if need be. Um, Bryden Cast is into 50 to 1, sadly, from 100s. And I was uh, ready to uh, blow that trumpet. That's probably been a bit, probably a cut too far i think uh, for bryden cars can really give it a whack but uh likely to be at number seven uh beats are at 13s i think that is too big however the top new northern superchargers back so uh, a few names and numbers to follow okay um paul krishnamurti um any players for you to follow and why isn't sam's getting in the australian side I'm not actually particularly pro Daniel Sands at the highest level. When I've seen him at IPL, for instance, he didn't strike me as that much of a special player. I mean, I'm not saying he couldn't get into that side, but I think I, I wouldn't necessarily disagree with what Australia have done there. Regarding the 50 to 1, though, top back, that's just completely wrong. That's completely wrong. He should be 16 Sands, and he could easily be promoted. Um, the two players I liked here were uh, both the players I think were kind of number four. Which would be Adam Hose at thirteen to two for Superchargers. He came in at five last time, but that was only because Visa was promoted at the death to hit. And Hose has been pretty solid in uh, short format cricket recently. And um, for Trent Rocket, seven to one. Munro seems quite big. Looks like he's coming at four. Sometimes comes in at three. Okay. Okay. Um, thanks, guys. Two games in the hundred to come. Plus West Indies versus India. All these games will, of course, be previewed on betting.betfair over 18s only, uh, though, please, and do bet responsibly. Right, moving on. Game two on Wednesday is the Originals versus the Invincibles at the Oval, 6pm UK start time, live on Sky Sports and Claxon, the BBC. Um, Possible choice of fare on the Betfair Exchange. Uh, Hawkins, low down, please. Yeah, uh, I'll give you some uh, teams, shall I? Uh, Oval, Roy, Jax, Cox, Clarsen, Sam Curran, Billings, Tom Curran, Noreen, Atkinson, Chapel, Souter, Original, Salt, Butler, Evans, Holder, Turner, Walter, Joverton, Osama, Hartley, Little and Gleeson. Originals have been impressive as we record, just finished tonight against uh, Phoenix, really uh, giving them a good old beating. Parline short at 145.5 at the Oval. In all editions, would have been a winner six times in 10 first innings. Uh, the tie versus Fire and Oval on Sunday at this ground. Uh, Oval were chasing 138. Paul, how are you pricing this? Given that I, I have been very much in favour of them since the start, I'd have to make originals for a slight favourite, 1.99, maybe to 2.1, but really not a lot in it. I think outside Trent Rockets, these would be my two teams. Okay. Hawkins, um, views, news and strategies, please. Yeah, just something just picked up on the Betfair Exchange, uh, 25 ball line for Manchester Originals, over 37.5. 
around uh, about that figure, even money, just think they're absolutely set up to go really hard at it. And after a great finish against Phoenix with the bat, I think those two at the top, Salt and Butler, really will feel that they can cut loose and be reckless because they know they've got guys they can count on further down. Um, and they've also got decent players that's been in that uh, 11 and they like to see, see likely to see quite a bit of it with Souter in the rain. So uh, that might be a potential strategy for this one. Okay, anything on sixes? Anything's runs, Paul? Um, the, the oval, sorry, give me one second. Um, yeah, this is, I think you... The sixes here are pretty positive. Um, 38% of the matches here produced, of full innings anyway, four matches produced 15 plus sixes, which is way over the line. So that would suggest overs. And as I said, I mean, look at those two openers there. Look at the players and batsmen involved here, right? Butler, Saul, Classen, Curran, even Billings coming in late. There's, there's a lot of power there. So I think this is an over situation. Um, and as, as I said, I mean, 145 is one more often than it's not. That's generally the par line. It might even be low given how the early, early uh, games have gone. So, yeah, it's an open situation, definitely. Hawkins, players to follow. Well, we're waiting on Classen to to turn up. Uh, 7 to 2 likely with Betfair Sports, but for this one, I'm not bothered about the, the sort of the pitch that he'll find at the Oval. If it is a bit tacky, a bit slow, that's fine because he was doing it in the MLC on, on similarly tacky wickets. So, that doesn't worry me. Uh, Butler possible prize boosted around 23-10 for a hat-trick of top bat wins. Um, and just ones to consider in play. Uh, absolutely whopping numbers when you know, batsmen up front have gone off to decent starts. So Sam Curran and Tom Curran certainly for Oval. Tom Curran's been working a hell of a lot on his batting because uh, he's had an injury and hasn't been able to bowl. Uh, and then Walter uh, for originals, and who's an absolute beast, he looks about seven foot and can absolutely uh, beast it to the rope um, and won't need very long at all. Who do you like, Paul? Got to like Henrik Heimrich Klassen. I think I'm just going to be going on about him all year for, for the World Cup. He's just a superb batsman in superb form at the moment. Um, I mean, 72 is quite short for number four, but I think you've got to stick with him the form he's been in. And the other player I really like is Josh Little to be top bowler for Originals. I think, again, that will pay off back in that every match. And finally, also, um, I guess it kind of contradicts the pet on Glasson a little bit, but always interested in Sam Curran, man in the match, because you've got two chances with bat and ball. OK, OK, um, lovely stuff. We're moving on. Final game in the 100 before we take a sneak peek at West Indies versus India at Lauder Hill on Saturday. Um, this final game is indeed Welsh Fire at the Yorkshire Phoenix from Edgebaston. Not Yorkshire Phoenix, sorry, just the Phoenix um, at Edgebaston, 6.30pm. Sky Sports is your channel. This one will not be troubling the wider public consciousness. Hawkins, um, give us a lowdown, please. Phoenix, possible 11 for you. Smead, Duckett, Moeen, Livingston. Smith, that's Jamie Smith, the wicketkeeper. Mousy, Shadab, Howell, Howell, Milne, Helm and Richardson. Looks at an incredibly strong 11, but they've been given a right old battering by originals, as we record tonight. And they've got significant issues. They've had one game washed out uh, and they were lucky to get that washed out against Superchargers because they were struggling in that game. They had another game washed out where they didn't even get on the park. Um, Welsh Fire, potential 11 for you. Wells, Bairstow, he said he was going to take a week off and that week's 
up uh, by the time this game comes around. So he's now possible 11. Joe Clark moving down to number three. Eskenazi, Abel, Phillips, Willie, Van der Merwe, Ralph Payne, and Afridi. If Besto doesn't play, Ben Green comes out. Just be aware, Welsh Fire are only going with five bowlers in this one. And I think probably of days of old, we'd be very concerned they were picking uh, one, two, three, four opening batsmen. We call this team out as being completely unbalanced. So uh, I think the tide might be beginning to turn against the fire. Um, two hammerings for the fire, of course, in the head-to-head, but teams are completely different. They've had a revamp pitch in eight games, six first innings, have busted one, four, five or more at edge batsmen. The five of those were 150 plus. This is one of the most reliable batting wickets in the tournament. Fire bowling versus Phoenix batting. Paul Krishnamurti, how do you price it? I've, despite their terrible start, you've got to go with Phoenix. I still have Phoenix at maybe 1.8. You know, you're talking a rock-solid franchise here that's done well in both previous um, series and hasn't really got an obvious weakness versus the side that we said that was weakest at the start is already struggling and is unbalanced. So, yeah, I, I think Phoenix, they need to win this. I think they will. Okay. Um, and innings runs and sixes, um, do you think fire can buck the trend for big runs in the first innings? Three to the four, maybe? You, you never ruled it out because bowling's so good, but this is really is a great, this is the best ground in the competition for batting. Um, I mean, it just says six out of eight have been 145. All eight, 100% have been 140 or more, which is higher than the average we've seen so far. The Ed- Edgbaston is always a quick, quick scoring ground, even when it's overcast. Uh, so I would be going for overs there, definitely. OK, uh, who to follow, Hawkins? Well, I think it's all about Afridi, really, in terms of how uh, it impacts sort of the top bats markets, really. Uh, he's been very strong early wickets, as you'd expect, firing it one uh, into the toes. Roy, a duck against... Um, when fire went to the oval, uh, two and two wickets against the originals right at the start of uh, the innings in their first game. So uh, we're looking lower down the order for Birmingham Phoenix. Uh, Smead and Duckett potentially to struggle, didn't get runs against the originals, uh, slow to get going. So maybe Jamie Smith, the wicketkeeper, Mousley, Shadab was thinking big numbers uh, for those three. Okay, um, final word from you, please, uh, Paul Krishnamurti. Nothing huge, to be honest. I mean, I'd be loath to take on that Birmingham top four. That's such a strong top four. I'd be very loath to take them on. Um, I think probably I'd probably go for Johnny Bairstow, who's had that week break, but really not got a strong opinion on this one, to be honest. Okay. Well, that's the 100 done um, just for this week, Test Cricket fans. Uh, But best bets still to come from Paul Krishnamati at the end of the show. For now, we turn our attention to a terrific T20 series in the Caribbean. 2-0 West Indies, as we record, but the third is happening on Tuesday. So instead, we will concentrate on possible trends for Lauder Hill on Saturday. Uh, lowdown on what has happened so far, please, Hawkins. Uh, well, India, oddly, just got struggling against West Indies spinners. They're getting bogged down. And this is an India team that we've wanted to see for so long because there's no Rohit or Kohli. Um, and then just not putting performances together with the bat. We do expect Yash Jaiswal to have come into this 11 by the time this game rolls around. As you said, they are playing as as we record, as we go into production. So uh, we do uh, keep that in mind. 
Um, but we're just basically waiting for that India batting to fire. And I think the problem is that they're waiting for the batting to fire as well. And because that top order is a little bit unsure of what comes if they're too reckless, because it's a very, very long tail. That Bishnoi at number eight, Kaldeep at number eight. And that's putting off likes of Ishan, Gil and Suyakama off their stride. So they may well try and find extra batting depth. Um, so that's what's happening with India. Uh, and West Indies have basically returned some of their franchise players and they look a very capable 11 of, and have put some strong performances together, collapsing from about 4.3 on your match odds to uh, 2.7 and will continue to be a solid trade in this series. Again, from odds against into quite short favourites, probably 1.8. That's that's the strategy we've picked up on uh, for these games moving forward. Okay, thanks, Hawkins. Compelling stuff. Um, Paul Gustamurti, your views so far, please, and any gold on Lauderhill? Well, I mean, first of all, just it's just fascinating, absolutely fascinating. I mean, we love the West Indies, the most brilliantly unpredictable side ever. They've been in absolute crisis for months, and suddenly they're tuning up against India. It's, it's incredible. Um, and India, who really do strike me as a side that in a bit of crisis here. And I wonder how much of the problem with India is they've just got too much talent. They've got too much to choose from. I, I couldn't even begin to like pick what an Indian starting eleven in the World Cup would be or in a T20 World Cup. There's so many choices, they move it around. Um, I absolutely do not like this long tail. That seems like completely pointless when you've got the likes of Shardon Fakur, um, Axel Patel, you could use them at eight. Ashwin even, you know, they've got they've got plenty of like all-rounders and yet they're going in with four bowlers, which is just insanity. Um, I think they'll probably hit back here. I know that they've played West Indies four times at Lord Hill and they won all four very easily. So you would... If they ask kind of 1.57, 1.58, I'd probably be inclined to do that. Um, as for Lauderhill, well, noticeably, um, going back the last five years, this is internationals and in um, the CPL, a few games in that, huge bias to the defender. Seven out of nine games gone to the team batting first. Uh, we're also seeing much higher runs than we've seen so far in this series. See, over half the games, five out of nine games, produced a 180-plus first-inning score. Seven out of nine produced a 160-plus first-inning score. Um, four out of nine produced 15-plus sixes. So I'm inclined to think that if India bat first, desperately need to win, desperately need to get some confidence, I think they could hit a really big total, could hit 200 here. Yeah. Okay, um, lovely stuff. Any players to pick out? Hawkins first, then Paul. Well, we're waiting on uh, Sky Yadav to turn up, aren't we? So I think it's four wins in 12 before that um, game, which is taking place as we record, as it goes into production. Uh, so he's, he's been cut from fours into threes, so he's just on the right side of the win rate at the moment. Um, but having said that the top order of India are struggling, um worried about what's to come or what, what isn't to come, it, it could well be worth considering Hardik and Axar. I know Axar going off at 20s uh, looks particularly big uh, with Sportsbook going forward, considering that top order strife. And I think they will change it up 
change it up. I do think Jais was going to come in. Um, he was he was being priced at seven to two. That does look too big for an opener of his quality. Um, Ishan Kishan or Sanju Sampson to miss out uh, to make room for him. Okay, uh, Paul. Yeah, so um, West Indies bowler first of all, um, noting the strike rates. Alzari Jones is thirteen point five. Obed McCoy fourteen to two. Long way clear of the rest. McCoy's bowling in the death nineteenth over both games, and he's nine to two for the third match, which strikes me as completely wrong given those numbers. So definitely going Obed McCoy there. And for India bowler, um, our old favourite Arshdeep Singh, who has been an absolute like gold mine in this market, he's got a strike rate of twelve point nine. Outstanding. Bowls at the start and the end of the innings. He's seven to two. That's a really good price. And also uh, for the third game, top West Indies bat. There's some big, big prices around. Uh, seven to one, Rodman Powell's fair. Ten to one, Shimron Hetmeyer's fair. Eighty to one, Akil Hussain. I know he's coming in at nine. That's negative, massive negative. Obviously, but he could be promoted, and that's just the wrong price about someone who is a very good batsman. Okay. Thank you very much. I do believe um, we are done and dusted on West Indies versus India. Um, and now it brings round the five-point challenge uh, with Edward Hawkins and then Paul Krishnamurti's best bets. Yes, five-point challenge. Each week, a listener, a viewer, has five units to spend on the games that we are covering. And it's a tough old challenge because uh, very rarely do we get a uh, winner stays on. And we've got another new fresh candidate this week. It's at Red Bull T, friend of the show and former guest of the show as well. Uh, we've got Eddie Rivers, the clubhouse leader with three re- three weeks return. So uh, you'll go well, uh, Red Bull T, to beat that. Uh, we've got three bets from Red Bull T. So splitting stakes across these three. Butler over 26.5 runs. Originals. Uh, to win that game that we've been talking about, and Shubman Gill over 24.5 rus- runs, rusks, uh, runs uh, for India versus West Indies at Lauder Hill. Uh, five units to spend for Paul Christian Murty as well. Paul, what can you do? Okay, we'll have uh, two points on Arshdeep Singh, top India wicket taker, the West Indies. We'll have uh, one point on Obed McCoy, top West Indies wicket taker, the India. Half a point each on Rovman Powell and Shimron Hetmeyer to be top West Indies batsman, and then uh, one point on Adam Hose to be uh, top Superchargers batsman at thirteen to two against Rockets. Lovely stuff. Thank you very much, Paul Krishnamurti. That is Cricket Only Better, episode 207, done and dusted. Please do not forget to check out betting.betfair. And uh, Edward Hawkins' Twitter account, at Cricket Betting, for all your cricket betting needs. Um, And until next time, have a lovely, lovely week.